Welcome back to the program. Let's begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord our God, I thank you and praise you for the gift of our lives, for our faith, and for the way that you choose us, you call us, and you send us forth to be your hands and feet, to be uh, light, uh, salt, light, and leaven in the world. I thank you, Lord, for the ways that you do that, especially in young people who uh, are willing to sacrifice, to give of themselves for your glory, to advance your kingdom. And so, Lord, I ask you to bless, protect, and watch over all missionaries. And I ask you to um, bless those, Lord, who are discerning a, a call to take, take time, especially uh, before they discern their or live out their uh, their state in life, uh, to, to, to give some time on mission. And we make this prayer in Jesus' holy name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, uh, again, let me welcome to the program uh, my, two of my daughters, and daughter number one and daughter number four. Look at that. It's amazing. Mary Grace and Ariana. Hey, guys. Good morning. It is great to be here. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> And in sitting between the two of you, you guys are all sharing a microphone. That's so awesome. Is is Hannah Powell's? Hi, Hannah. Hi. Hannah, it's been great having you around here. Uh, you're you're uh, infamous in the family from the videos that Mary Grace made when she was on the World Race. And uh, it's great to meet you in person. It's great Thank to have you, you here the last uh, couple of days. Well, it's uh, the reason why the three of you are here on the program is because of what is called the World Race. It, um, it's part of a, an a initiative, a, a nonprofit organization called Adventures in Missions. Hannah, since you work for Adventures in Missions, why don't you tell us, what is Adventures in Missions? Adventures in Missions is an organization whose desire is to see um, young adults be raised up to being uh, people who look like Jesus and are kingdom bringers around the world and also um, have a great long-term mission to see the world be raised up as kingdom bringers. I like that. I like that phrase, kingdom bringers. That's not a, a typical one. That, that's kind of fresh for me. And I think concretely when I um, see how Adventures and Missions has impacted my family's life, it first was through my daughter, Mary Grace. So Mary Grace, you were the one that told us or first brought adventures and missions to us and it was when you were a senior at uh, a senior in high school mm -hmm. yeah i found the website light light late at night and i sent you the link and you replied to the email and you said looks great and then i applied and i got accepted and the thought of going to college just wasn't even an option after that so wow well, and, and the interesting thing is, is that uh, you say it wasn't even an option. That it that really speaks to the idea that there's something deeper going on here. It it isn't just, oh, somehow college isn't worthy, but rather it wasn't for me, because of what I discerned the Lord was doing. Yes, like for instance, if someone in my graduating class had. Uh, felt the Lord call them to go to college, it wouldn't have been better for them to go on the world race because that would have been disobedient. But the Lord called me to go on mission, so I did. So we, we've we been talking in kind of like big picture, the idea of going on a mission, but this mission takes a certain form. The, the world race involves uh, young people after high school going uh, to three different continents and serving in three three or more different countries and and serving serving the poor 
serving in the name of Christ, reaching out with the gospel in, in a variety of ways. Uh, I know that um, we had a chance to just get little bits and pieces of the kinds of things that you guys uh, did while you were on the world race. But it, let's just cut to the chase and say, at the end of the world race, when you came back, how much of an impact did it have on your life? A huge impact. And I think it, the impact came from not only the fact that we were serving the poor and bringing the gospel, but actually that two of the other main purposes of living a year on mission are to grow in greater intimacy with the Lord and to be surrounded by really good community and people who are also, they have that same vision, that same desire. Um, so I think a huge reason my life was changed uh, after going on the race was because I had all these incredible friends who looked like Jesus and wanted me to look more like Jesus. And because my relationship with the Lord grew so much in the midst of getting to serve his people. So yeah, it was a mix. I want to come back around to that phrase for a moment. You said, look like Jesus. And that was something, Hannah, you said as well. Give me a, a for instance, when you say, as a result of going on the world race, uh, these racers are going to look more like Jesus. What does that concretely mean in terms of how they're living their lives? When I first think of looking like Jesus and I picture a racer going back to the States, going back home, one of my first desires is that um, intimacy with the Father is their top priority. Um, the second one, I would love to see the way that they and when you say when you say top priority, I'm, I'm going to make this very conversational here. All right, intimacy with the Father is their top priority. Mm -hmm. They wake up in the morning, what does that mean? When I think of giving the Father, being, having time with the Father top priority in my life is giving Him the first fruits of my day. Um, that when I think of going throughout my day, the thought that I can't do anything of value outside of knowing his will for me and his heart for the day, um, spending time in his word and being in communion with him so that my day um, is the result and fruit of looking at my father before I do anything else. I, I just say, I love that. It's just, for me, it sounds like God is the first relationship in my life. God's mm -hmm. the most important relationship in my life. And I want to honor that relationship with how I'm spending my time, with what I uh, take to be the, the tasks of my day or what I do in, in the light of my day. It's, I want to honor God. I want to honor and love the Lord my God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Something like that. Right, exactly. Someone really, really wise said something like that. <laughs> yes. So for me, what, what you're just... Mary Grace, do you want to add anything to that? Or... Uh, I would say qualities of, of someone who looks like Jesus, I think of the Holy Spirit and I think before I went on the race I I don't know how many <laughs> fruits of the Spirit I was really walking in but when you're in that communion with the Father and in communion with Jesus and when you're listening to the Holy Spirit and you learn how to hear his voice you could really dive into all of that but your life should be producing fruit like in John 15 it talks about how He's the vine and we are the branches. And when we're abiding with Jesus and spending time with him, we should, our lives should 
produce fruit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, all of that from Galatians. So like there is, you can kind of trace back, oh, is someone walking with Jesus? Is their life producing? They're becoming more patient. They're becoming more selfless. They're becoming more loving. Um, and if so, uh, yeah, I'd say that's looking more like Jesus too. So that's my daughter, Mary Grace Curran, and you also are hearing from Hannah Powell's. They both uh, went on the world race, and Hannah works for Adventures in Missions in the Guatemala base. Uh, the third person is really the reason why we're here, and that's our, my daughter, Ariana Curran, who graduated from high school this year, and also, in the midst of your senior year, you were discerning, where am I going to go next year? What am I going to do next year? And lo and behold, you also came to... Uh, mom and me and said, I want to go on the race. I, I, I want to, I you actually didn't even say that. You said, I applied to go on the race. Um, so Ariana, talk to us a bit about what was happening inside of you your senior year that led you to discern and then take action to apply for and then to say yes to going on the world race next year. Well, there were a couple of things that made me decide to go on the race. One of them was hearing Mary Grace's experience from it and meeting people that she went on the race with and hearing their experience and seeing how much she loved it and just the relationship she made and seeing how she brought people to Christ and how she grew people closer to Christ. Another part of why I decided to apply was I didn't know what I wanted to study in college. I didn't know where I wanted to go in college and college just didn't seem like the right thing for me for immediately after high school. And then I prayed about it and the more that I watched people's videos and the more that I read people's blogs on the Adventures in Mission website, the more I realized that this is what is for me next year. That's awesome. And how long did that process take? Like, did you have um, uh, conversations with people? Did you end up talking to Mary Grace? Was there anything that you'd say was like a turning point where it became um, really clear, like, I'm going to do this. I'm not just thinking about it and looking at websites, but there's a yes inside of me. I'm going to do this. Yeah, talking to Mary Grace definitely made me more convinced to go. But I think when I really decided that's what I wanted to do or that's what seemed like the best option was when I was at school talking to one of my friends and she told me that she got accepted to the race. And I thought, wow, that's like she's taking that step. That seems like something that I really want to do. And I hadn't felt that when people told me that they had been accepted into colleges or that they had finished applying to colleges. It was just different when she told me that she had finished applying to the race. That's really awesome. So today uh, on Sun and Set, I'm talking with my daughter Ariana Curran and Mary Grace, her older sister, and Hannah Powell's about adventures and missions, and in particular, the, the world race. And there is a reason, one reason why we're doing this, and that is that uh, in order for you, Ariana, to go on the world race, you need support. And so I obviously the first form of support is the spiritual support of a community of faith that's praying for you. And uh, I know that we'll be praying for you, have been doing that, but there's also uh, a fundraising component uh, associated with going on the race. And that's true for so many groups that folks that are listening might have heard of, whether it's Focus or Net Ministries. Uh, Adventures and Missions is another one of those organizations that are launching young people 
to take a year of their life or longer, a school year in this instance, and saying, Lord, my life is in your hands. Use me for the sake of your gospel, bringing your kingdom in ways that, that uh, will be available to me on this particular uh, form of mission. So um, and we have a couple more minutes before we reach our first break. Um, I want to understand more about, like for instance, Hannah, you're, uh, you're down at the, the base in Guatemala. And, and Ariana, that's your first, the first stop on your route. Um, I'd love to learn a little bit more about the kind of things that Ariana will experience there uh, in the first stage of her missionary journey uh, in, in Guatemala. That's a great question. Um, a big focus of our Guatemala base for World Race is our desire to teach them the Bible and then walk out what they're learning. And so we have something called Activation Day on Thursdays where we'll all come together, the World Race team and my whole staff of 18 people, and worship. There'll be a teaching. And after that, we'll go out and do what we just learned. And so if we're speaking about speaking words of life. Um, the desire is to go out to the villages that they're working in throughout the week and go and speak life and meet people and teach people about what it looks like to um, speak like Jesus, to listen to the Holy Spirit, to know the Bible. Um, so our big focus is being doers of the word, not just hearers of the word, um, and learning how to walk with the Holy Spirit together. Um, each team will have different ministry going into the villages, um, schools, partnering with our staff to um, partner with, with what we're already doing in Guatemala as missions. Well, uh, give me some examples of like, uh, you mentioned schools and villages. Mm -hmm. Like what are the kinds of things that um, Ariana and other team members will do, like for instance, in a village? Right. So we have ministries that we partner with people who are already in the villages doing work all throughout the year with or without teams. Um, we have a friend named Jeffrey who is working in the village that he was actually born and raised in. Um, he is, he has a desire to see his village, um, for the children to have a place to learn about Jesus. And so, um, the team will partner with them by doing house visits, checking in on families that um, this ministry has been with for the last three years um, and holding programs teaching about the Bible, um, visiting the mothers, teaching them about um, Jesus and what it looks like to be women of God. Um, so it sounds like a lot of work of what I would call evangelization and catechesis, really forming them in, in the faith and understanding faith. Right, exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right, well, we're coming up against a break here. Uh, when we come back, we're going to dig further into... What's it like to live a year on mission, putting your life, uh, if you will, in your own dreams and plans on hold to be at the service of the Lord? We'll do more of that in a minute. Hi, this is Dr. Tom Curran, and you know me as the host of Sound Insight. I am also letting folks know that as a realtor licensed in the state of Washington and in Idaho, I love serving Catholic families and others who are discerning a move for yourselves. It's much more than buying or selling a home. It's discerning a whole new life. If that's something that you would find uh, a help in, if I could be of service to you, please be in touch. You can find out more at drtomcurran.com, drtomcurran.com.
Welcome back to Soundsite. This is Tom Curran. I'm with my daughters Mary Grace and Ariana Curran, along with Hannah Powell's from Adventures in Missions. She's from the Guatemala base where Ariana is going to be headed off for a year on mission, graduating from high school, heading off to a year on mission. Mary Grace, uh, here you are looking at your younger sister who's about to make this launch for this year. Um, I, and you know, you know the, the route that she's going on, two of the, the, the continents in, in the countryside are going to be the same bases where you were, um, namely in Guatemala and then down in Swaziland, South Africa. Um, what, are, what are you excited for for her in terms of what she'll be experiencing in the next year? I think I am the most excited for Ariana to have really good friends, make really good friendships. Um, I think it's been exciting to see you, her, uh, increasingly get like greater friends through going to the Oaks and like from moving to Spokane. I'm sure the listeners have heard all about that. Um, but I think there's something really cool about being on a team with people who have the same vision as you. They want to grow closer to the Lord and you're walking with them in everyday life. So you're sleeping in the same room and you're going to all your meals together and you're doing ministry together and you're giving feedback and receiving feedback and just laughing and having fun. Um, just like doing life like the 12 apostles. Um, so I think that has been the most like marking part that was the most marking part of the race for me for sure um so i think i'm excited to see her grow in those friendships during the race and then come back and just like have those really rich friendships like hannah being here is the fruit of building a friendship on the race um so yeah when i think about the one of the things that makes me the most excited for ariana doing this year on mission ariana is that you're going to be stripped away from a world that is easy. Uh, as much as uh, mom and I, your mother and, and I, uh, attempt to form you guys in faith and form you in faith, we know that in the end, you're living in a pretty comfortable environment. You know, you, you have a, a, a nice warm bed and a home and you have the food you need. And yeah, there's little bits of difficulties and sacrifices and, and pressures and stresses, but... Uh, the idea of, of doing the hard thing, dying to self, and making sacrifices on behalf of the gospel, it's, um, it's not something that is just frankly that common for uh, your generation. Um, so that and the fact that you'll be doing it together with peers, that it, to my mind, peers play one of the most critical roles at this stage in your life in terms of how you see the world, the attitude you have about the fundamental things that you're, you're that are showing up in the world, and the ways that you actually are choosing to live. And so for me, the idea that you're going to go off the high diving board and plunge yourself fully into relationships with other young people who are saying, for me, life means Christ. I want to dedicate this time in my life to spread the gospel in these various ways that I'll be doing that. And it's going to mean stretching, sacrificing, giving things up, not easy, not comfortable. That for me is the thing that, that I'm most thrilled about for you. 
So I just made a big statement, and I want you, Ariana, to comment on it, and then uh, Hannah and Mary Grace jump in as well. And the statement I made was about um, the importance of peers, the importance of friends, in terms of shaping and molding how you see the world, what's important in terms of how you spend time, energy, uh, what you give attention to. Um, was that too strongly stated, that what I said, or, or is that something you'd say, no, no, yeah, actually, that's that's right on, and here's how I see it. No, I think you said something that has truth in it. I think that friends are a really important part of my life, and I can definitely see how the friends I have now have it shaped me greater than other friends that I've had that weren't Christians and that didn't have faith. And just an example of that is the friends that I have made at my school, which is a really strong Christian school. They encouraged me to read the Bible and they encouraged me in my faith and they lived out faith in a great way and they showed me how I could be a better Christian and they challenged me and they just did things that really helped me strengthen my relationship with Christ whereas other friends that I've had led me more into sin than the ones that I have now do. So Mary Grace, you, you've gone on the race, and then after that, it, it fundamentally shaped and molded your life in terms of what you did after that. Um, what, what, what would you say to what uh, Ariana and I just shared about the, the fundamental importance of getting your foundation right in terms of friendships and faith at this age and stage of your life? Yeah, I think there's a quote about how if you look at someone's five closest friends, that can tell you all you need to know about that person. And I actually think that's true. Um, that the people that we surround ourselves with mold us. And even if they can't force us to do anything, we are just weak humans and we're easily influenced, um, which can be good or bad. Um, but on the race or being in community with really great people, like right now I live with girls who love the Lord, um, it can be such a gift and a rare gift, especially for people who are our age who often live alone or uh, just maybe have one roommate or whatever. Um, and what was I going to say? Oh, I think on the race something that is cool, one of my it's a it's a hard part, but also one of my favorite parts is that we do we did feedback every week. So you'd get with your team in your room or wherever, and you uh, you give to every person and receive from every person a, uh, a encouraging word and saying like this is what I see, this is how I see Jesus in you. You're doing this really well. Keep walking in it, and also this is where I see you have room to grow. And you actually aren't really looking like Jesus in this area. You're lacking this fruit of the Spirit. Um, maybe this could be an area for you to grow. So not criticism, but if if you're not growing, you're not alive. Um, like, that's, that's nature. Um, so I think receiving feedback, I had never received feedback from my friends in high school. Maybe from, like, my volleyball coach about, the way I played like that was or maybe from you and mom but my friends didn't care enough to uh give me like actual we didn't I didn't I never learned how to give uh good feedback 
Um, so learning that skill, learning how to uh, call things out that need to be called out, like sin, um, but also learn how to encourage and affirm. Um, those those have been vital in friendships even today. Um, so, yeah. Well, and I think I love what you're saying because it, it gets at, I think that sort of, is it that triangle or those core three values that you pursue on the base, Hannah? Um, you talked about community, mission, and intimacy and how um, what Mary Grace highlighted and what I was emphasizing with Ariana was the importance of community, that if I'm going to go deeper into my relationship with the Lord, the intimacy part, uh, doing it together through the support, encouragement, and accountability that I'll get there, that's going to be the dynamic power to go forth on mission. Um, it, do you see that dynamic playing out on the base as, like Ariana and her team uh, of, I don't know, 40-some-odd young women and men are going to come parachuting in uh, later this year. And over the course of the two months, do you notice that, let's call it character formation, the, the building up of some virtues, the, 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 the conversion happening? Do, do you, is there a tangible difference that you see when they arrive versus when they move on to the next stage of their race? Absolutely. Um, it's a huge honor watching young people come in and be such a like so close to watching the formation um where there's people there's friction no matter what and the scripture that says iron sharpens iron isn't pretty and i think often it seems like that's a simple task that um like-minded people as they're growing together and giving feedback and figuring out what it looks like to be an adult who has your own faith and learning how to share the gospel and all these new things, um, there is some tension in that. And a huge part of my job as a discipleship pastor of these young pe people is to um, aid in those small issues maybe of day to day um, to look to the bigger vision of why are we here. Um, but it's a huge honor to see even um, small growth in people. And there's a lot of big moments while racers are in our base where um, the light bulb clicks on of, even if it's a small thing, like that they can hear the Lord's voice is a big one. One of my favorites when people figure that out, um, that changes their lives. Um, so Ariana, you, uh, you're going to be making this journey. And one of the things that the uh, Adventures and Missions asks of you is that you would um, keep a, a, a record of it. You, you write a blog about your journey. I know Mary Grace made some videos and, and I'd love to hear more about your thoughts around um, how you're going to be um, communicating out around um, your journey. And just for the folks that are listening and just tuning in right now, I'm talking with my daughter Ariana Curran and along with Mary Grace, uh, her older sister, and Hannah Powells, who is from Adventures and Missions Guatemala Base. And uh, just just give folks who are, are listening and maybe joining in at this point in the conversation, what will your race entail? And then I want to talk about what's it going to take for you to get there. My race is nine months abroad. I'm going to be spending about two to three months in Guatemala, Romania, Swaziland, and South Africa. Two to three months each. Yes. So I'll be gone for nine months total. 
And while I'm on the race, I'm going to be writing, I believe, weekly blogs. And then personally, I'm going to bring a camera and I'm going to take a lot of pictures and upload them to my blog and make videos like my older sister Mary Grace did and post them on my blog or on my YouTube channel. And while I'm gone in those times, I'll be spending time serving the poor and I'll be spending time doing ministry with people, discipleship with 40 about other Christian kids that are my age. And you know a, a, a couple of them, right? Isn't, isn't that kind of, that's one of the neat things that's happened this year for you is that you mentioned um, one of your uh, schoolmates um, at the Oaks and then there's uh, another young, uh, well, a couple of young people from um, the Spokane area. Yeah, I personally know two other people that are going on the race. They both went to the Oaks for some portion of time. One of them is a boy who's in my grade and I'm friends with him. His name's Knox and a girl who I'm really close with. We did volleyball together and we hang out often and her name is Sylvia. And so when you guys, you said you've discerned the, the call to do this and you're taking action to do it, you're, you're in, but it also there's a, a monetary component. Uh, there's a cost for you to um, take a trip like this. Um, so talk a little bit about the financial need that you have and what you've been doing to address that, to raise money. So to in order for me to go on this, on this mission, I have to raise $15,800, which does not include my first and last flight, and it doesn't include any of my gear either. But that money is going to go towards transportation, um, teaching, like leadership teaching, and food and um, like living situations for the next nine months. And I have worked to raise money. I've, I had a graduation party and I sent out letters. I've posted on my blog and on my social media asking people to donate. And I am planning on continuing doing things like that. And how far are you right now? I have a little bit over $9,000, so I need about six to $7,000 more. And so I know one of the things that um, I'm doing is uh, on Sound Insight, I know that folks you've uh, been, I hope if you've been listening to the program for years, you've been blessed by sort of walking with me and Carrie as we've raised Ariana and our other kiddos and just, just sort of journeyed with you guys in, in that path of faith. And uh, if you've been blessed by that work, uh, that what we've shared on Sound Insight, especially around our family, and that's been an encouragement to you, uh, I'm encouraging you to go to um, Ariana's blog page, Ariana's own World Race page, which is arianacurran.theworldrace.org. arianacurran.theworldrace.org. And so it's, uh, it, we'll, we'll, give out that website again. And I'll also provide a link to it on my website, which is mycatholicfaith.org. So if that's something that is uh, moving to you, if you uh, are moved by the mission that uh, Ariana's talking about, love to be able to give you guys a chance to be supportive of her um, as she's in the fundraising moment of her own preparation for mission. All right, we are coming up against a break. When we come back, we're going to dig a little bit further into this reality of going on mission. 
Welcome back to Sun Insight. This is Tom Carnes. Great to be with you today. Today, I, I'm walking with you guys through a program where we're talking to two of my daughters, Mary Grace and, uh, and Ariana, along with uh, Hannah Powells, uh, someone that Mary Grace met on the World Race, who works at the, the Guatemala base for Adventures and Missions. And, and for me, there's a reason why this is important, and, and it's this, is that um, so many Catholics today are looking for places to say, I, I want to give where it makes a difference. I want to give where it can make a difference for the next generation. And so I am often encouraging you folks to give to Sacred Heart Radio. I, when I have on people like uh, Focus Missionaries or Net Missionaries or other ministries, I wholeheartedly invite you to support them um, with your prayers, but also financial giving. And, and I do that rarely, but I do that where I'm confident there's going to be an impact. And when I think about the world race, I, I, I'm, I can't, honestly, can't think of an organization that is having an in-depth, like inside-out, life-changing impact on young people, on young Catholics and young Christians, the way that Adventures and Missions does. Um, and so I... I'm very excited to be able to to share that my daughter Ariana is going on that and to invite you to share in the work of uh, of participating in that through through prayers but also through financial giving. For me, I, I wouldn't do it if I didn't believe wholeheartedly in it. And so um, I want to welcome back onto the program Ariana and Mary Grace along with Hannah Powells um, to to talk just a, a little bit more, Mary Grace. Um, when I think about this idea of inside-out, trajectory-changing um, uh, uh, impact, uh, is I, I don't think I'm over-speaking it in terms of the impact that going on the world race had on your life. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think in terms of tangible change that it had on my life, after I did the world race, I did another year of mission in the United States through uh, an organization called Youth with a Mission, or YWAM for short. And then after that, through someone I met there, we moved to the town that I live in now, and we're part of a church where we do our skateboarding ministry and youth ministry and revivals happening, and it's awesome. And I've been there for the past couple years, um, and I wouldn't be there if I hadn't on the world race so in terms of like actual path of my life none of that would have happened um but it wouldn't have happened because going on the world race uh caused me to uh grow in relationship with the lord so it changed me on a heart level as well um like if i think about who i was when i was in high school versus who i was right when i got back from the race or and then from going on the race, uh, how that transformed my heart uh, and like how that has continued on for the past few years. Um, it's like, oh, I'm a completely different person. And so are the people that like were on my team. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably be in college or I'd just graduated from college if I hadn't done the race, but I'm not sure. So... Well, and to think about the way that it, it, it prepares you for the, your, your life call, your own discernment for, what, Lord, what do you have for me now? Am I called to be a religious sister? Am I called to be married? Am I, what's the next call that I have in my life? 
this foundational um, transformation that happens um, when you go out on mission, the way that the World Race sends young people out on mission, it's like that is a huge gift. I know that's been, I spent five years in the seminary, two years in an intentional Christian community, and it fundamentally prepared me to live out a married vocation. And that's not something to take for granted today. When I think about that for, um, like when I've talked with Mark Bertram, the founder of Net Ministries, or um, talked with Curtis Martin, the founder of Focus Ministries, you know, they'll say the first beneficiaries of the, their ministries are those who go on it. You know, it's the, it's the, those that are, the, that are on net, the netters, or those that are making the commitment to focus. Yeah, it benefits those who are downstream, um, you know, on the college campuses or at the parishes where they're giving retreats. But it's the race, it's those that are on mission themselves that have the biggest impact. Now, when I talked to you, Hannah, about this, you said yes and. And the and you brought up was the difference it made to the communities that they were sent from and going back to. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I really have a heart for the church in the States. And when the Lord called me to Guatemala, it was a surprise to say the least. But when the Lord really gave me vision for why I was going, he showed me that my primary job would be young Americans. And so it's very odd for people when you move to Guatemala, you move to another country so that you could be part of revival in the States, but it's so the Lord's heart that, um, the work that I get to do in Guatemala is hopefully like putting seeds into these racers' hearts so that in months' time when they go back to their homes, go back to their churches in the States, that they are living out um, the gospel and really touching the people in their lives, their families, um, their communities to look like Jesus and be serving in their communities. And so not only is it touching um, the students, or is it touching the poor that they're working with, but it's actually coming back home with them if it all goes well. Um, and they live out what they learned the last nine months, and it's not just for those nine months, but it's for their lives in the States as well. So Ariana, when uh, our family made the decision four years ago to move here to Eastern Washington, Northern Idaho, and and to move from a place that was more toxic for you growing in faith and living your Catholic faith to now here experiencing a recovery, a refreshment, and a, and a deepening of your own following of Jesus Christ as a Catholic Christian disciple. For me, that was for the sake of you not only being grounded in your identity, but for you to, to look at life as involving a God-ordained, God-planned, providentially called by God mission for you to go forth into this world. So for me to see that take shape in the next, uh, in the next year coming up, you leave it the, later this month, um, for you to be able to, to do this in a way that is, oh, it's not just something I'll do once a week or I'll do on a, on a Saturday, but no, this is the principal focus of my whole life. That for me is, um, it's the fulfillment of a, like a, a way of fulfilling what in fact, what mom and I were attempting when we moved to where we did. So um, Ariana, uh, 
talk to, to the folks that are listening and um, let them know or uh, give them a reason why they would want to support you by making a financial gift um, uh, to walk with you on the race. That was a great question, Dad. And honestly, I think it all boils down to the fact that I need help to go on this mission. I need people to donate for me to go and I believe that because God wants me to go on this mission that God will provide and that is in the form of prayers and it is also going to be in the form of donations. And as my dad said before, the way that you can donate is on my blog which is arianacurran.theworldrace.org and what's great about donating on my blog is that it is a tax deductible donation. So if you're looking for a ministry to support this year before the end of the year comes, that would be a great one to support and that would be really helpful to me. Well, and I know in this time, like economically, it's a challenge for a lot of folks, but I know some folks do have the ability to, to, to give financially and you are, you are in a position of you're feeling called and you said yes. And now you're out seeking members of the body of Christ to say yes alongside you. I know one of the the kind of catchphrases or throwaway phrases that um, is often associated with this is some give by going, and that's you, Ariana, uh, and you, Mary Grace, and you, Hannah, uh, and others go by giving. Others go on the mission. They share in that mission by giving. Um, Hannah and Mary Grace, do you guys have any like a story to tell, or, or can you think of a way in which those who have donated have felt the blessing of donation like they they really have been blessed by the very act of of stepping forward and making a financial contribution is there a story that you can remember yeah i think when i was on the program four years ago asking uh for donation and help to send me out to the mission field i didn't realize that uh, the people who donated would actually be impacted like directly um, because I uh, wrote blogs every week or every month and when I made videos uh, I would receive comments or emails from people who had donated and they said wow this is so deeply impactful um, or I've been praying for you and it's so cool to actually see the fruit and read the stories and read about healing or uh, see how you've been transformed uh, oh wow it's it's touched my life it's it gives me hope to see young people who still love the Lord or people who are really on fire. Um, yeah, so you might be blessed too, directly, if you give to Ariana. I love that. Well, when we come back, we're gonna give Ariana and Hannah's uh, donation pages for those of you that are drawn into that and are willing to make a tax-deductible gift. So back in a minute with more Sound Insight. Welcome back to the program. This is Tom Curran. I, you know, when I've had these conversations with um, with church uh, with church leaders, with priests, vocation directors, uh, pastors, youth ministers, and I've asked them, how do you help young people experience conversion? And one of the common threads that comes out is getting young people out of their comfort zone, getting them away from the video games, off the couch, 
and throwing them into situations that are just uncomfortable. Not even uncomfortable, but where they're going to face difficulties, trials, challenges that aren't easily rescued from. But they have to rely on the Lord, lean on each other, other members of the body of Christ, and realize that there are higher purposes in life than they're going to experience in comfortable settings that are marked by abundance, which frankly, so many of us are, are, are living in. So going on mission, whether it's uh, a short-term mission for a week, or in this instance, a longer-term mission for, a, for an entire school year, like Ariana's doing, um, can make such game-changing, life-altering impact in the life of those who do them. So. My hope is that this program, as we're discussing these things, and, and the focus is on, for instance, right now, the world race and, and Ariana is going on the world race. It, it's, it's a bigger theme. It's the bigger theme of helping the next generation come alive to root their identity in Christ and to realize that they have a God-given mission in this world. Even if they never go on a, on a mission around the world like Ariana's doing, like Hannah has done and Mary Grace has done and now Hannah's serving. Um, this is a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a way to bring hard blessings, difficult goods into the lives of your kids, into the lives of the next generation so that they can frankly gain courage, gain uh, godliness, manliness, authentic uh, uh, womanhood, in living out their uh, their lives of faith today. It's only gonna get harder. So giving young people uh, a leg up to be able to stand in their identity in Christ by going forth on mission is a huge blessing. So that's why I would say, if, if that's a blessing to you, um, would you please support my daughter, Ariana? Uh, she, her webpage is arianacurran.theworldrace.org, arianacurran.org theworldrace.org. If you reach out to me on Tom at mycatholicfaith.org, um, we're going to put, put you on a, in a mailing list. We'll get you uh, that uh, blog again um, so that you'd be able to help her raise the additional $6,000. And just to say, Carrie and I are the biggest donors to Ariana's uh, World Race. Her family members and other friends of ours are right now the second biggest donors. And um, she's reaching out now, looking for others to partner with her. Um, Hannah is someone, uh, Hannah Powells, who's with us today as well. She is the leader or in the leadership of the Guatemala base for Adventures and Missions. And Hannah, your situation is a little different. You're not just raising money to go on a race for nine months. You stay there and you provide leadership over the team of people that are caring for missionaries and so you're in a situation where you need monthly donors, monthly folks to walk with you. And I know I've done this for certain other uh, nonprofit uh, ministries rooted in faith that are um, serving in our local community. And Hannah, I, you've, uh, Adventures and Missions have had such a big impact on my life and you impacted uh, my daughter, Mary Grace, as a leader there four years ago. And now you're impacting my daughter, Ariana. For me, it's a privilege to uh, to also encourage listeners to support you. So talk a little bit about what happens when people support you through, um, through a monthly gift, and then how would they do that? Yeah, um, when someone supports me monthly, they get to be a part of what we're doing in Guatemala long-term. Um, my heart is to see young, the young generation in America be 
lovers of Jesus to walk out the gospel. Um, and that's what I get to do in Guatemala. I have a large team of people whose main focus is to um, serve the community in Guatemala, to disciple those who come into our base and to send out. Um, we really believe that for the last very long time, Guatemala has been a receiving nation, just like Ariana and Mary Grace have come to Guatemala and serve the poor in Guatemala. But we also believe that um, the Lord is raising up Guatemalans to be sent out as missionaries as well, specifically in the Middle East. And so though I'm working with young Americans who are coming in and discipling them, teaching them, um, walking with them day to day, I also get to be a part of what the Lord's doing in Guatemala, sending out Guatemalans to the nations. And so um, when someone gets to partner with me long-term with a monthly donation, they get to see the fruit of um, the teachings that I get to do with my staff and discipling Guatemalans and getting to see the long-term fruit of um, what I get to do day to day. That's beautiful. So if folks who have been listening to the program uh, want to learn more about you, about your work in Guatemala, and would want to uh, support you, uh, not only through prayers, but even financially, how do they do that? I have a website, hannahpals.myadventures.org, that will have my blog, stories about what I'm doing, and about what I get to do in Guatemala. And so Hannah is H-A-N-N-A-H, Powell's is P-A-U-L, no, I'm sorry, P-A-U-W-E-L-S. Let me say that again. Hannah Powell's, P-A-U-W-E-L-S. Hannah Powell's dot myadventure. Adventures. Myadventures.org. Yeah. Hannah Powell's dot myadventures.org. And if you, didn't, you weren't fast enough to capture Ariana's uh, World Race page, arianacurran.theworldrace.org, or Hannah Powell's, Hannah Powell's dot myadventures.org, just email me. You can re reach me at tom at mycatholicfaith.org or go to mycatholicfaith.org and reach out and say, hey, you said that too fast. I don't know how to get in touch with these folks and make a tax-deductible donation. And uh, I'd be happy to get you that information. Last thing I'd say is this, is that um, Adventures and Missions is an organization that not only serves um, folks who've graduated from high school like Ariana who take a year and devote themselves to the mission work, or provide bases around the world like Hannah is serving at in Guatemala. They also provide a number of short-term mission opportunities that are week-long, that are even longer than the one Ariana's going on, um, for uh, folks that are, are older than recent graduates from high school, that even are for families, for parents, for adults. Uh, in fact, uh, my two sons, John Mark and John Luke, spent a week in New Orleans, and it was really impactful for them. I, I had them on, and uh, you heard John Mark share about the difference it made in his life. So Adventures and Missions is a beautiful um, interdenominational uh, organization, certainly open to Catholics, and I found that it only enhanced um, Mary Grace's Catholic faith. It didn't threaten it. It didn't weaken it. It enhanced her Catholic faith in Jesus Christ. And so I think that uh, Adventures and Missions is one of those organizations just to get to know better. If you're thinking about, you're discerning, uh, like how can we as a family, how can we as, an as a parish, as a school, uh, as, a, as a youth group, uh, find ways to experience that reality of being on mission, being out of comfort zones, um, and, and recovering, discovering um, newness that 
Maybe we wouldn't if we didn't leave those things behind. I want to end with one story, Mary Grace, that you told me when you were traveling from one part of the world to the other. I think you were going from Guatemala to Thailand. And you passed through, I think it was L.A., for like just a couple of hours in a layover. I remember you telling a story about like what happened in terms of your, like you hadn't been around Americans uh, in, in American culture uh, for several months because you were immersed in like the front lines of mission. Do you remember what you said about your experience of being in the airport, interacting with some Americans? Did I say... I remember saying I had more culture shock going to L.A. from Guatemala after being in Guatemala for three months than I had going into any other country. Like, coming back to America was always more intense and more jarring than going to a culture I'd never been before. Is that what you're That was to? part of it, but you, do you remember what you said, their temperament? Like, what was the, the energy that came from the Americans? You said they were angry. I can't believe how angry these people are. Remember that? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I feel like coming back to America, it's like everything's really fast, efficient. People are kind of entitled, don't want to wait in line for a long time. Um, oh, yeah, I guess people in the grocery stores were like, I went to Trader Joe's, and people were not wanting to talk or interact. <laughs> yeah, and you were just saying, like, they seem so angry, so mad. It's like, where's their joy? And you had just come from spending months on the front lines dealing with folks who were, were many of whom were in, like, real poverty. I mean, like, did not have stuff. But the real poverty of all is to not have a relationship with God. Amen. Yes. And, and that just got confirmed, right? That got confirmed oh. on mission. All right, thank you ladies very much for being with me today on the program. Uh, ArianaCurran.TheWorldRace.org if you want to learn more about her and Hannah Powell's.MyAdventures.org to learn more and to donate. God bless your day.